This is Cinema Drive. Quick cuts. Holler. Uh, Ryan, I think we have another question today. We do. James asks, I'm curious what you guys think about the Ridley Scott movie, The Last Duel. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, okay, James, I'll I'll take a stab at this and, and kind of give my overall impression here super quickly, if I can. Quick cutly. Quick cutly. What did you like about The Last Duel? I, so the, I will say, unreliable narrative is never my favorite. Mm-hmm. I feel like it can be overused in movies, and usually I am not a fan. Same for me. I agree. I, I see unreliable narrator storylines and i'm just turned off i don't want to watch the same thing from multiple perspectives over and over again yeah i i usually feel the same way i i do think there are some exceptions james it's actually interesting that you're you're bringing this up because uh in a future episode we actually do i i think i bring up rashomon uh mm-hmm. by akira kurosawa and just the impact that that had on cinema history and really that that was the film that not only introduced Japanese cinema to the worldwide market, but also kind of introduced this idea of unreliable narration. And it's even kind of referred to as the Rashomon effect and telling a story from multiple perspectives, each one having their own truth or perspective. And I feel like in some ways this was like the last duel was Ridley Scott's almost like love letter to what Kurosawa brought to the table. Hmm. And yeah, I actually thought he handled it very well. I was more interested in the last duel than I thought Agreed. that I would be. Agreed. Yeah, I, I, I think I liked it in spite of its structure. Mm. And I was actually surprised at how engaged I found it. I, I of course, loved the message and kind of the uh, <laughs> the idea that not as much has changed as we think it has right in the interim since you know whatever hundreds hundreds of years ago with uh, uh the way that women are, are looked at in society so i i applauded the message i think there was a simpler streamlined way to get there i think the story was interesting enough on its own just telling it uh i'm not a movie director or a screenwriter so what do i know uh i did enjoy adam driver and yes. jo- jody comer i mm-hmm. thought they felt like they were part of that world but Mr. <laughs> Affleck and Damon, not sure they should be allowed to do period films. <laughs> do you agree, Jason? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I I kept getting pulled a little bit from the story whenever Affleck and, and Damon were trying to, to put on their accents. Uh, right. Hit or miss, but Driver and Comer did such a fantastic job. I, I will say I, I don't know that I felt like I ever needed to invest in in Comer Mm -hmm. before this film and and now I'm super actually fascinated by what is next for her because I thought she just really embodied embodied this character and you could see both her her struggle with societal expectations while still being just hurt and wanting to be heard and wanting wanting people to see her as the victim and not the victimizer in some crazy way that society did then and can still now make women feel like right but she just just did such a a crazy Mm -hmm. compelling job yeah yeah she she i haven't loved her in previous films but i enjoyed the same thing i i felt the pathos from her she does a great job of conveying the plight that she's in and the real tragedy is that 
this isn't even about her honor. It's about the honor of these two terrible men. Um, she is just collateral damage. Mm-hmm. And spoilers for the ending. She gets to enjoy life with her child. Um, she does get a bright spot at the end. But what's what's sad is that really by the end of it, even, even though she survives, there's still no winners here. Uh, but you're really interesting flick. And uh, great question. We'll catch you next time. Bye.